Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast, today with another interview from a fringe artist from the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. And I'm joined on the line by uh, comedy legend Dave Callan, who is uh, bringing a new show to the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival, The Psychology of Laughter. Uh, how are you, sir? Very good. How are you today? All right, thank you. Um, now, Psychology of Laughter follows on, I think, last year's show, you were looking at a, a survey you'd done? Yes. And um, that's right. And this one is uh, you're going you're going deeper into the into the fine world of uh, laughter and psychology. So, um, what what's it all about other than that? Well, it's one of those things, isn't it? We we kind of laugh, and it's a very much an involuntary reaction. We don't choose to do it. We just kind of receive stimulus in the form of a joke or well anything from a joke to someone falling over in front of us, and we just laugh. And um, I never really knew why, and this is always subconscious for me. And while I was in Edinburgh, this year gone by, I saw a book in a market on a Sunday, and it was called The Psychology of Laughter. And it was a few pounds, and I bought it, and I got it home. I realized it was almost 100 years old. Oh, wow. 1913. Yeah. So suddenly I had this huge idea for a show where a quarter of it is um, discussing the book, and a quarter of it is discussing the differences in social life over the last century, because the last century has been the most radical in terms of change for us as human beings living together in a society. You know, particularly things like the emancipation of women and um, and racism has changed a lot over the last hundred years, telecommunications and, and the global village. So we want to look at that kind of stuff. Mm. That sounds very dry, by the way. I want to look at it in a funny way. <laughs> um, the, uh, the other two quarters, one of them is what it's like to to be a professional humorist, what it's like doing this job, just so people know the kind of the weird stuff you don't see behind the scenes of being a comedian, the things that we have to go through and experiences we have. Mm. And uh, the last quarter is um, is basically I'm going to do a few routines of mine and deconstruct them in light of uh, the information from the book. Yeah, I mean, it must have been a fascinating read to kind of find out yeah. about laughter, about comedy from... I mean, a totally psychological, scientific perspective. Um, yeah. You know, for me, my experience with your humour, I mean, in part comes through your TV work, but also through some completely random radio work you've done over the years at Triple J with some mid-morning or early morning gear. Um, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot I imagine in, in your skill in terms of improvising with listeners that come on the line or people that you communicate with over time. Um, but I mean, you also seem to go for a lot of the deep, a lot of deep thinking comedy. So I mean, has this been a show that's been more researched than some of your other gigs? Yeah, um, this is the, the way I've kind of the direction I've taken because uh, you know, all throughout the year I come over to Adelaide or I do gigs locally in Melbourne where it's just a club set. It's just you know comedy stuff, and and on the radio I get to do that kind of interactive stuff where I bounce off people. So. I decided for festival times just to maybe, like you said, go deep and, and do some research-based stuff that I think um, can can offer that, that double-sided coin of interesting and funny. Mm. And do you think do you think it's going to is it does, well, ah, sorry um, do you think it's going to change the way you do comedy? Uh, I'm going to try and keep all uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to try and uh, keep during uh, fringe times and during comedy festival time um, 
taking that kind of approach and going down that avenue um, and leaving the club set to, to you know regular gigs during the year. Yeah. So de- yeah, so definitely going to keep looking for festivals. Going to keep looking for different, uh, you know, um, ways to bring information to people that might be of benefit them or be of interest to them. Mm. Is that is that the kind of comedy that interests you the most? Where you you come out of it learning something? Yeah, I think so. I think um, power, the uh, humor has a very powerful uh, kind of um, facility. Uh, I think, obviously, from reading this book, I'm, I'm kind of inspired by the, the social change and the personal change that humor can bring about. Because when we laugh, it's connecting parts of our brain that weren't connected before, mm-hmm. and that connects and releases psychic kind of subconscious energy, which makes us laugh. So humor can be a great facilitator for change. For for example, if a racist person um, is able to laugh at the ridiculousness of racism, then some new associations have been made in their brain which may prevent them from acting out of hatred in their life to another nationality they were once racist against or calling out at them. So it's going to isolate negativity and and erode it. Mm. And I think that's an, an amazing thing. Yeah, I mean, incredibly powerful that, you know, something as, similar, as simple as making a making a well-crafted joke can can change the way people think. Yeah, it can, it can, it can help them to assemble, you know, subconscious energies that they may have processed up lot to the fore. Yeah. And so you kind of, you say something that resonates subconsciously with them and it makes that subconscious energy conscious. Um, so yeah, so, so I think that's a really valuable thing, and I think it's it's already in them, it's already in the recipients. But at this meeting, you're just saying it out loud for the first time, and they're they're actually connecting it themselves. Great. I mean, have you have you thought have you thought of doing essentially seminars and sort of? Yeah, I mean, you could use this information to train comics, I suppose. Yeah. Look, I, I'd. Um, I'm going to go with this season and see what the show actually is because mm. it takes shape a great deal in front of an audience and it may be the case that this would prove to be um, uh, a positive thing for maybe schools or or stuff like that because um, yeah, help, helping people at a young age to confront things like racism or um, you know, bigotry of any kind I think is a very useful thing Absolutely, absolutely um, now, have you got uh, some favourite shows you're looking up for here in Adelaide, or some favourite comedians that have come across? Sorry, Sorry I had a bus going past. Um, do, you, do you have some shows you're going to be checking out while you're in Adelaide? Yeah, I always like to see uh, Sam Simmons. Um, I, I, love, I love watching him work, and I also want to see uh, Sammy J and Randy. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see Fleety's new show as well, and uh, Sarah Kendall. I haven't seen him in like a decade, so I'm really looking forward to all those. And please excuse me, other comedians who I have uh, failed to mention there. There's, there's actually quite a long list, but they're the ones that spring to mind. Yeah, and then a lot of those guys are performing in the Rhino Room, which is where you are and where you've sort of been resident almost when you come to Adelaide. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, <laughs> it seems to be the case, I just love it. It's <laughs> such a good environment for comedy and it's got such a party mood. It's a great um, room. Yeah, it is, it is actually. And uh, you know what? I think the more room hosts comedy shows, the more kind of comedy energy goes into those walls. And I think it's residual and it builds up. So it's really conducive to laughter and for, 
both on the part of the comedian and the audience. So that's a great thing. I'm doing a burlesque beauty there as well with um with a few kind of comedy burlesque performers. Yeah, I had a chat to uh, Lyra Lyra Labelle yesterday, and she mentioned you might be dancing. Ah uh, yes, yes, <laughs> I will be dancing for sure. That's very true. <laughs> they keep making me dance because I look so big and unco and hairy when I do it. So, so three laughs there. Awesome, but no no dancing in your show. Just uh, just a very interesting and um, hilarious look at laughter. Yeah, at the moment, but I I have got a feeling I might to do a tiny bit of dancing. <laughs> <laughs> If the audience will indulge me, I, yeah, I've got a feeling uh, I will, I, I, for some reason, end up chucking in dance at the end of every show I do. A movement on core. A bit of a bit of physical comedy in the sense that I'm trying to dance properly but can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it sounds amazing. It's been a bit of a serious interview, but it'll be a very, very funny topic and a very, very funny show, I'm sure. Uh, Dave Callan's The Psychology of Laughter, presented by Dave Callan at Rhino Room upstairs, 13 Frome Street in Adelaide from the 21st of February through to the 3rd of March. Um, tickets at adelaidefringe.com.au and more details at linkadelaide.com.au. Uh, Dave, it's been a pleasure having a chat to you today about uh, laughter. I look forward to learning more at your show. Thanks, Stephen. Hope to see you there. For more on this show and 922 others, check our website, linkadelaide.com.au or you can find them all at adelaidefringe.com.au and for the latest news and info from Link Adelaide, be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Link Adelaide.